For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to Hashtag Lakers, your homie's place for all things Lakers. Hashtag perfectly for your ears. With special appearances from Laker beat writers, NBA insiders, journalists, and Laker fanatics all over the world. We'll break down and analyze the latest games, trending news, trade rumors, signings, injuries, and much more. So tune in. And let's talk Lakers basketball. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. What's up and welcome to Hashtag Lakers, brought to you by Hoop Heads and Dash Radio. I'm Yo Legazzo and I'm joined by my brother, John Webb Legazzo. And today we actually have a, a guest on the show as well. We'd like to welcome back Phil Sizemore. Uh, he's an editor and writer for Lakers Central 365. He also covers South Bay uh, for NBA call-ups and he's a contributor to LA Lakers UK. Um, welcome back to the show, Phil. Uh, thanks for having me back, guys. Glad to be here. It's always good to have you on the show. Appreciate you uh, hopping on um, real quick here. Uh, before we start, um, I wanted to ask, uh, you know, what, what your thoughts are on the news that came out about LeBron becoming a uh, part-time or part-time part owner uh, of the Red Sox. Um, you know, do we like it? Do we dislike it? You know, I, ha- I have mixed feelings about it, but what would you guys say? Well, there, there are kind of two ways to look at this to me. There is the LeBron businessman track who is going to be an owner in the NBA someday. Yeah. Um, and so this is just sort of a natural entree into that environment that doesn't mess with his own sport before he's retired. It makes perfect sense. On the other hand, <laughs> it, is, it is also the funniest like finger in the eye to the fans of Boston that I could possibly think of. <laughs> for LeBron James, who has terrorized their team 
for a decade and a half to become the part owner of their favorite baseball franchise. Dude, it's it's so funny because, oh my gosh, like like if you were a you know mo- most Boston Celtic fans are are Red Sox fans. Like, how would you feel? How would you feel now? Um, are you gonna you know? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna rip up your your Red Sox jersey? Like like I don't know. I don't even know what I would do if something would happen like that. Like if if Larry Bird became a part owner of of or or Paul Pierce became a part no owner of like the Dodgers or something. Like come on, dude. <laughs> no, I think that's that's exactly the comparison and exactly the the thinking I had. That man, I would not want. Larry Bird or or Paul Pierce or any Celtic player to own any of my teams that I that I love. <laughs> and you know, but but first off, like congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's like awesome. And I just want to say, like, LeBron James is not just a basketball persona, right? Nah. He he really is a notable sports figure. I say that because we right now, like at this very time, love or hate, can't mention basketball without mentioning LeBron James. He is so good that we continually compare him and contrast him to names like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and the one and only Kobe Bryant. So, yeah, I agree with Phil. This is like a natural process of him becoming an NBA owner. Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, it would have been cool, right? Like it would have been cool for him to be a part owner of the Dodgers like Magic did, you know. Um, but like I, I'm, I'm a casual, you know, baseball fan. I'm not. But come on, like it's still cool, though, that you, you're seeing this kid, right? Like like he likes to hashtag a kid from from a, a uh, what is it? Um, Akron. What is it? Dang it. Akron. <laughs> Akron, there we go. Acron. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Acorn. No, I'm pretty Acron. sure Acron is a rapper. Is it? Is it? That's that's probably why. Um, but uh, my, but like, it's still cool to see this guy, right? Um, coming from low income means, and to see what he's done, and has gotten this far in life, right? Like, props to him. Props to his. Uh, um, his basketball skills, first of all, to give him this opportunity. And then all also as well as like his knowledge and his his ability to learn and his ability to to um understand and gain knowledge of the business world. And uh like props to this guy and and you know a lot of like I look up to him uh for that and and I know that a lot of kids as well and a lot of people do as well. When I like when I think of LeBron James, I always think of the classic Jay-Z line when he says, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. <laughs> like LeBron yeah. James is his own business. Yeah, he yeah. A, he's an industry. That's yeah, awesome. he's he's definitely bigger than basketball. His reach, his scope, his influence really goes beyond dribbling on the court. And him being the owner of the Red Sox is not a fluke. Uh it's intentional. I mean, this is a man now who owns the Red Sox, uh, NASCAR's uh, Roush Racing, uh, the English Premier League, uh, League's uh, Liverpool FC, and holds partnerships with, you know, like Nike, um, Blaze Pizza. Um, help me out here, guys. AT&T, you know, uh, the, iP- 
Yeah, um, Pepsi, the I Promise School. Like this, this man is more than just a business. He's he's the brand, like you were saying. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, all right, so we're gonna quickly. Um, no, I think I appreciate your guys's comments on that. Like LeBron, like stand up guy. Appreciate what he's doing, and I'm I'm glad for him, and congratulations to him for for being and securing that, uh, that part ownership with the Red Sox. Um, Suck it, Celtics. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Emphatically. No, don't, don't take that back. You say it with your chest. Don't take it back. With the chest, yo, with the chest. <laughs> um, all right. So, guys, on today's show, um, we, we want to talk about, um, you know, how the Lakers are doing right now, coming out of the All-Star take, uh, All-Star break. Um, I feel like uh, a lot of people should you know, we 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 got to shout out, got to give a shout out to a lot of the Lakers players um, playing really well right now, and um, so we'll do that in our first segment. Um, you know, the rest of this segment. Then on the seg- second segment, um, I'd like to talk about our thoughts on Jared Dudley opting to rehab instead of doing surgery for his to- torn MCL. Uh, then on the latter end of the show, uh, I'd like to talk about trade and buyout rumors uh updates on those as the trade deadline approaches um but guys yeah so so thoughts on how the lakers are are looking right now after the all-star all-star break um despite all the injuries and the protocols that we have to abide by uh we know injuries are piling up right we have ad out for like three or more weeks uh uh, in addition to ad we have alex caruso's and who's in a uh, concussion protocol, right? It could return sometime this week, possibly to, for tomorrow's game. Uh, Jared Dudley, uh, obviously his MCL tear, um, which we'll talk uh, more about in the second segment. Mark Gasol and Costas under health and safety protocols. I, I'm unsure when they'll return. Uh, but despite all that, I think I think the Lakers are doing pretty good, right? Like, uh, coming out of all-star break. What do you guys say? Um, how how have the the Lakers look so far? You know, I I think a lot of uh, Laker fans were panicking um, a little bit. Yep. And you know, Brooklyn is getting better. The Suns and the Jazz are moving up the power rankings. Uh, really, but like LeBron said, it's go time. It's the second half of the season, and despite all that that's going on around the the league, we look good. You know, we look resilient. I'm seeing a lot more um, sets and actions, off-ball curls, handoffs, um, efficient cuts to the basket. Really, pick and roll is looking a lot better. So I, I'm optimistic. Yeah, it, um, it's very easy to go all chicken little when the returning champion has a three or four game losing streak. You, know, you see it no matter who it is, if it was the Warriors doing that, they were wondering if the team could win without Steph Curry for a while. You know, it's just, it, it's the nature of the beast. But the stat that really sticks out to me that makes me feel extremely comfortable for the rest of the season is that you look at the Lakers without Anthony Davis, they've been, I think, 10 and 7 on the season without Anthony Davis, which is kind of mediocre. But if you take out the games where Dennis Schroeder was also out of the lineup, and just the games where it's Anthony Davis out and not Anthony Davis and Dennis, that number changes to 10 and two. 
Um, so they can handle Anthony Davis not being in the lineup for as long as they need to for him to be healthy. They have that kind of depth and the people on the bench who have the most room to grow have started stepping into those roles and filling the gaps. Yeah. And, and, you know, when Dennis is in the lineup, there's really more tenacity on the defense, which, you know, in my mind, wasn't, uh, something that I connected Dennis to before, like the defensive side. But now seeing him actually play defense and and paying attention to that there's there's definitely more tenacity on the defensive defensive side. We're able to stop key possessions and sustain longer offensive runs. It's looking better. And really, the more habits we build like this throughout the second half of the season, the more lethal lethal we're gonna be uh, come playoff time. And yeah, just I, to illustrate ahead. how how correct you are when you say that. Um, I think I saw the other day that even without Anthony Davis in the lineup right now, there are three Lakers in the top 20 defensive rating in the league for, for individuals. And that's, that's crazy. Uh, Kuzma, Dennis, and LeBron James, um, even without Anthony Davis in the lineup. So the like the horses are there um, as long as we've got only one or two guys out and not four or five. And no, and it's crazy. We have the number one defense in the league right now, like by a mile. Like we're we're up a like three, three, three points, right? Or something like that. It's crazy. Um, I, I just think that the all-star break really has done wonders for, for this team. Uh, we look uh, pretty fatigued before the break. Um, and we're looking right now like fresh mentally. We're, we're looking physically fresh uh, as much as possible, I guess. Um, and like, like evidence is is the the back-to-back games that we just had uh we we saw them really just be able to to run over these teams like and and turn on the switch when we needed to um i see a lot more energy a lot more focus there's a lot more um uh plays in transition um uh, and and really like shout out to our rotation players right you can see the next man up mentality um, this being displayed right in these last few games um, there was a stat put out um, a tweet by pickup hoop I don't know if you guys follow that dude um, you know in in 17 games that Anthony Davis has mi- has missed this season Kuzma is averaging uh, 14 points seven rebounds point one uh, 1.4 assists, uh, shooting 46% overall, 41% from 366 uh, on um, the, the free throw line. Uh, Trez is averaging 17, uh, six rebounds, 1.5 assists, 61. Um, obviously, he doesn't shoot any threes. And then you got 84% from the free throw line. Like the, those two guys have, have really shown like these last three games, right? Um, how essential they are in this team and how important and impactful they are uh, in this team, at least on the off- offensive end, um, not, not even mentioning the defensive impact that they, they uh, provide uh, for this team. Uh, like who would you guys uh, give a shout out to um, the, the other rotation players that, he, that you guys uh, think uh, should get a shout out? The, um, the three guys that stand out to me, uh, first of all, like you were just saying, is Montrez. Um, in the last few games, he's really proven the injustice of the takes that he got when he was on the way out with the Clippers um, because he was not put in a position to succeed there. 
uh, especially not in the playoffs by the coaching staff. He was in a lot of unfortunate pick and roll coverages, um, playing very passive instead of very aggressively. He was playing against bigger guys near the basket where he's at a disadvantage. Um, and Frank hasn't really been putting him in those situations defensively. He's having him attack ball handlers off of screens and be making scrambly rotations while the rim protectors are hanging back near the basket. And that active role much more fits his attitude and uh, skill set. Uh, Kuzma's the second person that I really want to shout out because he's doing everything. Like his his transformation in the last year has been amazing. I have become a Kyle Kuzma stan. Um, just Legit. The, the effort, the conscious, like almost Dennis Rodmanian decision to play defense and get rebounds instead of get buckets all the time. Um, and also Taylor Horton Tucker is starting to step into some of these scoring roles. Um, and those three guys off the bench, especially since the All-Star break, have just been dynamite. Yeah, I just, I have to agree. If you get those three guys, those are my three picks as well. If you get those three guys consistent, consistently performing like this, I don't know how any team is going to last against us once Anthony Davis comes back. It's 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 going to be hard. Seven games is going to be hard to beat us. And they're doing this stuff without three of the top eight guys in the rotation right now is what makes it most insane. Like the guys that are stepping up are guys that were struggling to get their minutes earlier on in the season. Whereas, you know, we're missing Alex Caruso, who is arguably a top five defensive guard in the league. We're missing Anthony Davis, who is arguably the best defensive player in the world. And Mark Gasol, who's a key offensive engine. And, you're, you know, we're still running people off the floor. Um, so it, it feels very good to be in this position right now, especially being so close to the top of the standings. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I just love, you know, the, the energy that this team has gotten off of um, right off the gate, right off after uh, the All-Star break. And I hope it continues. Um uh, we have a few, you know, uh, quote unquote, easier matches c- coming up. Um, we have the Suns, though. We're facing the Suns sometime this weekend, so that'll be a little bit uh, of a more of a difficult uh, matchup because the Suns are really doing well. But we'll see. Um, but uh, um, all right, let's let's go ahead and and take our first break, though. Um, and when we come back, like I said, we'll we'll talk about Jared Dudley and his injury and. Uh, him opting to um, rehab instead of uh, going uh, to surgery. Um, But uh, stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads Podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. 
They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with John Webb and Phil Sizemore. And uh, on this segment of the show, uh, I'd like to talk about Jared Dudley and um, him opting to rehab instead of go through surgery. Um, I thought uh, it would be appropriate to, to read something from uh, Dave McMiniman of ESPN. He shared something on on Instagram and um, on Twitter. And I... Um, kind of put them together but uh so this is what he says he says jared dudley 35 years years old and in his 14th nba season is staring his basketball mortality in the face after die after being diagnosed with a torn mcl rather than undergo surgery and miss what could be his last nba trip around the sun he plans to rehab while staying around the los angeles lakers providing his hybrid player slash coach slash mentor slash jokester <laughs> role. He has jo- he has honed over a decade and a half on the sports brightest stage, and he's going to have a good time doing it too. Uh, Dudley, quote, uh, I hang out with Braun and AD. We, we do dinners. We do tim- team dinners. We want a championship. Why would I want to leave? Drink some of the best wine in the world. What is better? What is a better life I could have than this right now? Uh, end quote. He hopes to be, and then Dave McMiniman continues, he says, he hopes to be healthy by the playoffs to provide spot minutes. Uh, in the meantime, though, he will continue to be a locker room presence. So <laughs> that was that was a, a word for, uh, mouthful, right? Um, but uh, so, yeah, like I, I want to get your thoughts on Jared Dudley, um, his injury, his role with the Lakers um, as he rehabs versus going through surgery. Um so what do you guys what do you guys think of, of of this? So honestly, I think it's a big loss. I know a lot of faker Lakers fans. I said fakers fans. I said fake Lakers fans. I said, You've been spending so, too much time on Twitter. You're right. You know, I, I honestly think it's a big loss. Like we've we've talked about this uh in the show in the past, Ioa, especially when we re-signed him during the offseason. Um, on paper, duds may not seem that important, but he's the glue guy. I think he said it. Uh, he has more value in the locker room um, than in the court. But let me refine that a little. When when Jared Dudley is on the court, he goes all out, like making all the little plays, the hustle, the direction, um, the communication, the veteran leadership. It's there. He is that guy. So it's a shame we won't see more of him because – there's genuine fan excitement when he makes a three. Like, it's it's genuine. It's there. Yeah, and I think that Dudley is a really great example of why 
you cannot run a basketball franchise as this like wholly depersonalized talent maximizing model in the way certain other Los Angeles basketball teams that shall remain unnamed have done. <laughs> um, is that you you need those guys, right? You need a real sense of like some guys are gonna get roles that they don't like or roles that aren't big enough for them. And you're going to need the kind of trust and camaraderie along the team to get people to buy in anyway, especially on a team that is stacked for the playoffs and is meant to be deep. Um, and Jared Dudley is that kind of guy, right? Because he started games, he's been an end of bench guy. Um, he's never been able to skate by on his talent since he's been in the NBA. He's always had to do the little things to stay relevant. And so he's perfect for that kind of mentor role. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad that he's going to stick around with the team instead of, of locking up for the year because he, he knows where his value is, you know. Um, and he's really just trying to help everybody out as much as he can and, and have a good time before he retires. Um, I would also add to that list of slash roles, uh, social media maestro. Okay, right. right. He, is, he is one of the best followers on Twitter for anyone who doesn't follow Jared Dudley, you should. And, and he's great, like um, like the fan engagement um, pre-pandemic, right? Like he would ask uh, on Twitter, right? Like who, who wants tickets, right? Or who wants Jared Dudley? Exactly. Who wants Jared Dudley jerseys? And like he would he would do those giveaways and um, uh, great guy. Um, like 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 going back to 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 his value in this team. Like he, like you said, John Webb, like he said it, that his value to the team is, is not really playing right now at this stage of his career. Like he can still ball. He can still do what he needs to do when he gets called up. Um, but it's in the locker room, like he said. It's on the bus, the plane, the film room, holding guys accountable at practice, the habits. Um, like Vogel said uh, the other day, like he's, he, he's a coach in, in uniform. Um, and he's an essential part to this team. Come playoff time, um, he's the guy who who we're going to need uh, to get everybody 110% locked in and focused on the roles that they have to play in each series um, as we as we progress uh, towards the finals. And I know that he's going to provide that. He's 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 special, and um, like you said, John, it's John Webb. It's he's that glue guy, right? And. Let's let's step outside the basketball world for a second and think about where you work. And if you have a boss and trainings and meetings, at some point in time, your boss is going to talk about your organization's culture and how that culture drives productivity and efficiency. That's what Duds brings intangibly. It is a skill that is hard to come by in the NBA and every successful team, every championship caliber team has had that type of player. Yeah, you, you absolutely have to have it. And he, the unique thing about his status is that even though he was never a superstar, people respect the truth that he says to the point that he can even hold the superstar accountable. Yes. They respect his experience. Like they listen when he speaks. Um, and that is another valuable thing uh, to have. So no one feels like they're being tyrannized over by the stars. Like everyone needs to, to be accountable and Duds helps provide that. He's saying, you're, you're basically saying it's what the Clippers lack. 
I mean, I wasn't going to say that out loud, but yes, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> guys got, you guys nailed it. You guys nailed it. <laughs> um, end show. No. Um, <laughs> all right. All right, guys, let's, let's take our last break. And when we come back, um, we'll uh, visit these uh, trade and buyout rumors, uh, updates to those um, when we come back. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with uh, Phil Sizemore and John Webb, my brother. And on this last segment of the show, um, I want to continue our talk. I know we've talked about it in past pods, but uh, um, these uh, trade and buyout rumors that have been circulating and have remained, um, Some uh, there's some updates on some of them. Um, so with uh, Andre Drummond, um, sounds like, Cavs are probably going to buy him out, right? Due to the kind of salary that he has. Um, uh, Lakers obviously are, are interested still, at least according to rumors um, and reports. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, um, there's a, a report that he's, uh, um, you know, a contingency plan, right? For, for the Lakers in case the Drummond thing doesn't pan out. Um, we have some... Uh, some rumors about LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, but uh, I don't really know anything if that's really going anywhere. Um, we were going to talk about PJ Tucker before the trade happened tonight. Um, between what was it, uh, Rockets and, and the, the Bucks, um, and then Miles Turner, which was a surprise that uh, the Lakers were looking into him. But uh, want to get your thoughts on some of these guys and whether or not you guys think that we should uh, continue to pursue these guys or, uh, you know, um, or if there's other uh, fish in the water, uh, fish in the sea that we should be looking to. I've heard a lot said about Andre Drummond. It's not my favorite choice for the team, just because I'm not sure that he really fits into what they want to do in the defensive scheme. Um, With a guy like Drummond, who was never speedy, um, getting, you know, toward the end or the the latter end of his career, 
I, I don't think you really want him to be playing aggressive screen coverages because he's just going to get waltzed by and not even be able to recover. Um, I have kind of the same concern with Whiteside, but to a lesser degree because Whiteside's more athletic. Um, but also, you know, to, to give Drummond his due, he's an elite rebounder. Um, he does do good uh, good work around the rim, especially against bigger guys um, like the Nikola Jokic's of the world, which is something that might be necessary to come to playoffs. Um, he wouldn't be useless, but I don't know that he's like the missing piece. Yeah, the list is interesting, maybe intriguing for sure. Um, Andre Drummond, like Phil, I don't, I'm not sure if he's the fit, but you know, maybe, maybe Frank sees something there. I don't know, but Hassan Whiteside and Miles Turner, uh, in my mind, would no doubt buoy, buoy us better than our already deep roster, right? And and I think it would really. I think the keyword is balance us out. If we get someone like, like Miles Turner or Hassan Whiteside, um, pursuing some of these guys though out of the buyout market uh, will will really be tough. I mean, we've already made a lot of our moves in in terms of maxing our cap space. I mean, we have something under nine hundred thousand left um, to use, and that's not really competitive in in the buyout market. Um, if we do do trades, um, we'll be giving up what I think are key pieces in our eventual finals run. For example, just to make like a trade for for Miles Turner, for example, right? Um, this is a guy who makes uh, upwards of 18 million. Um, we'd obviously have to match the numbers and that could mean uh, giving up players like uh, KCP or Trez with like a combination of like, um, you know, like Kuzma or like Alex Caruso or uh, Wes Matthews, maybe Mark, Mark Gasol and really like close to three players to, to make it work. And maybe even like a second round pick. I don't know if it's worth it. 2027. <laughs> um, I'm going to go out on a though and say that the only two people I would say would to me, other than the stars who are untouchable in the Miles Turner trade would be Kuzma and Horton Tucker. Yeah. Everyone else I would gleefully put on the table um, for a defensive backstop of that caliber, just because the idea of Miles Turner backing up Anthony Davis or vice versa, um, just in terms of, of defensive potential is is mind boggling. I think Miles Turner would be almost a perfect third star <clears throat> if you could fit him into that role. That would be that would be insane to to have Miles Turner as your as your five spot guy um he's the what the league's leading blocking uh blocker um that would be that would just be insane and then you have anthony davis there hopefully he could get back healthy um but like you said john i don't know if it will work out um you'd have to really deplete uh some of our depth here and uh, i don't know if it'll be worth it after that um but uh, um, with the uh, with the Hassan Whiteside news, like I, I wanted to get your thoughts on, like if if you were Hassan, right, and um, like how would you feel if you heard that you were a contingency plan for the Lakers in case someone else, like like, like Drummond, uh, someone else that they're chasing doesn't pan out, like would you feel mad? 
uh, would you feel like you know? Would you turn away from from any offer that they they give you if you do get bought out by by your team, or or would you be, you know, would you go ahead and be honored, you know, to 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 join the greatest franchise in the league? You know, it really depends on on the mentality you have, right? Like if you think you're you're worth more, if you're value, if you're that much more valuable than, you know, the Miles Turner and the Andre Drummonds of the world. Uh, that's that's on you, but it's all about contending for a championship. The Lakers are trying to contend for a championship. I I never want to put myself directly in Hassan Whiteside's head, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem to me as though that's like the sort of thing he's in a position to complain about because he's like a contingency plan on his own team right now. He's struggling to get minutes. Sure. So to be to go from being the contingency plan on like an okay team to a contingency plan on a contender is still an upgrade. And, and you know what? Look, we got we have Damian Jones, and he's been playing really well. Um, not like to the level that uh, like a Miles Turner would would give, but I think that we we lucked out in getting him. Actually, uh, what do you guys think about him? I, I think that uh, um, if we keep this dude, right? I don't know. Um, if we can continue to do 10 day contracts with that dude until, <laughs> until the, uh, until, uh, like, I'm sure that there's a deadline of some sort. Um, and, uh, um, then you'll have to sign him up for, so that he can be eligible to play, to play in the playoffs. But, um, I like, I like what I'm seeing from Damon Jones. Um, and then if you add another, another big, would that be, would you add another big or would you try to find a wing player? Or, or a point guard. Yeah, see, so that's the thing I, w- I was thinking about is if we're if we're pursu- pursuing a big via trade, we're already we'll, we'll need to give up some of our wing players. And going back to Hassan Whiteside, I don't know if you guys remember this, but we we pursued him um, in free agency like a couple years back, like really really pursued him, um, and he ended up you know not obviously not being a Laker. Um, so yeah, back to him. We're not. He's not in a position to, to choose teams right now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Damian Jones. Um, I didn't. <laughs> a couple episodes back, I didn't know who he was, but watching the film, watching him, and you know, I think Dennis Schroeder was listening to our podcast because, uh, yeah, first first play was a lob, right? That's exactly what we said we should do, and it, it worked. And it, it is really nice to see someone on the back line who's got a little bit of bounce offensively. Because yes. for all of the many things that Marcus Hall brings, he couldn't jump over a phone book at this point in his career. No, nope. unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, but that's okay because we have Damian Jones now. <laughs> <laughs> and he could jump over Marcus Hall. He probably could. <laughs> he probably could. That dude. That dude is pretty athletic, actually. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where the, the the Lakers go from here. It sounds like they're still trying to pursue a, a big man, even though they have Damian Jones. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, March twenty fifth is the trade deadline. Um, but uh, all right, I think that does it for today. Um, Phil, thanks for for joining the show again. Appreciate you hopping on the show. Um, why not give you this this uh, time right now to put a plug into where they can find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter always at PH Sizemore. I'm talking about something usually. Um, and also make sure Laker fans to check out LakerCentral.com um, where Alex is running the podcast and we've got some good game by game recaps going on there. And uh, once I have a little bit more time in my life, I'll be expanding into some longer form stuff too. Sweet. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you hopping on the show. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. We are available on Dash Radio on Saturday mornings. Uh, we uh, are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Uh, do us a favor also and head, head on over to Apple Podcast, Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews because uh, it'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Um, but uh, guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.